Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is going to be episode three, uh, the final episode of the three-part series, School Opinions. In today's episode, we're going to be asking the question, are teachers giving too much homework? Homework has been in schools as long as many of us can remember, and we almost come to expect it at this point. Every day when a student comes home, parents probably think that they have homework to do, so they ask, and most times it is a, it is a yes. But what is the purpose of this homework? Some people think that homework is not helping anyone, students and teachers alike. Students are wasting their time whether they know the answers to the homework or not. Teachers might assume that students know how to do something based on how many people did the assignment, but what if half the class did and the other half didn't? Do you move on to a new topic or do you review that day? Are students losing valuable time as kids with their families? Are the people who are against homework just lazy? What is the benefit of giving homework? Or even further, why so much homework? And should it be graded? And if it is graded, should it be graded for completeness or correctness? All these topics and more are going to be discussed today on the final episode of School Opinions. Are teachers giving too much homework? As far as what I think about homework and my personal experiences, my opinion on homework is that it should never be new content unless you are all, all you're doing is previewing like a new chapter. Uh, Homework is very tricky when you're trying to work ahead as a teacher, I feel like, because how do you know when students are actually understanding the homework they did? And if half of the students did the homework and the other half didn't, you're still pretty much obligated to teach that same material that day instead of moving on. Because now you know that some or most of the students actually didn't get it. And from my experience, hardly ever did any students, um, including myself, raise their hand to ask a question about homework. The teacher would ask us, are there any are any questions from the homework uh, from last night? And no one would raise their hand. So that was something I noticed in my personal experience. Um, and as much as I loved it as a student, um, one of the worst, probably the worst idea anyone's ever came up with was grading homework for completeness. Because at that rate, you don't even know if they got it wrong. All you're doing is scanning through to make sure lines are filled out. They could have, and if you look at it too fast, they might might just have something like not even on the on the topic of the homework. It could just be some random sentence. Um, But anyway, who wants to hear me talk uh, for this long? Uh, Today joining us again is Dr. Bradley Testa. And for those of you who don't know, Dr. Testa joined us last episode to discuss sleep and sleep deprivation in schools. Uh, It's always a blast. And Dr. Testa, uh, always a pleasure having you. Welcome back. Thrilled to be here, Trev. (laughs) And Dr. Testa is going to be, we're going to be talking about some topics uh, relating to homework, uh, as you can tell. And uh, just using his experience as um, clarification and to help my understanding and the audience's understanding. So I guess just to start, do you like the idea of homework? Do you do you give any? Um, a lot? A little? What do you think about that in general? So uh, it'd probably be persecuted uh, in the educational community for uh, my comments on homework or my thoughts on homework. <laughs> uh, but, you, you know, Trav, you made some really good points. <clears throat> Uh, in your opening there and in your thoughts about homework. Uh, a couple a couple main things that I'll confirm and then I'll kind of go on to my opinion is that, uh, yeah, it, it comes down to what homework's used for. Um, you, you talked about grading for completion or grading for accuracy. You talked about, are you giving it as busy work? Are you giving it to preview a chapter? What if half the kids do it and half don't do it? And how do you use it? How do you use homework? Do you use it to springboard a lesson or you use it to go around <coughs> the beginning of a lesson and check you did it, you'll get five out of five, you did half of it, you'll get two and a half out of five. What do you do with that? 
So I, with all that being said, I give zero homework. And, and I hate the idea of homework. And I despise the idea of homework. And I don't know that it has a place in our educational society or educational community. And I'll give some examples of why. Um, say a teacher gives a homework assignment, whether it's a math teacher like yourself or social studies or English or whatever it is, or career development, which I teach right now, and whatever whatever that is. Um, and 75% of the kids go home and do it the wrong way. And they spend 45 minutes doing it the wrong way. They waste their time. They, you're exactly correct, Trev. They just wasted their time. Not only did they waste their time, but they've done something and embedded something in their head that is wrong because they don't have the benefit of having their teacher right beside them like they do in class to ask a question or to confirm what they're doing. But so yes, they waste their time, but more importantly is they're learning the wrong thing. If they're doing a math problem the wrong way and think they're doing it the right way, that's actually hurting them more. It's holding them back. It is. It, it's <laughs> teaching them the wrong way to do a problem or the wrong solution to a problem. My other point is that, and I go back to my 11 year old and eight year old that I mentioned in our last episode of the podcast. Sure. Is that they're in school for eight hours a day, Trev. Yeah. The last thing in the world I think they need when they come home is an hour of homework. Like, why? You're, is eight hours a day not enough for kids? And it's funny you say that. Um, there was actually uh, some research done uh, in an article called uh, The Debate on Homework. And people who, <clears throat> they, in the article, it talks about people who are against and for homework. It gives like some main claims that people will give. And one of the things that people who were for homework said was that they also claim that seven to 12 hours a week of homework is the most beneficial range. They also said that the relationship um, or the correlation between strong and significant uh, meaning for doing homework and positive test scores is higher at secondary levels than it is at lower levels. Parent involvement is not necessarily a good thing, and it might cause problems if the parents don't know how to do it or they have a traditional way that they know how to do something. I've had experience with that. Um, they also say that students will score higher in schools that give homework than um, schools that don't give out high amounts of homework. And um, I mean, while I'm here, I might as well tell you um, the people who say that they're uh, against homework say that it contributes to a corporate style or competitive U.S. culture that we have. Um, I don't know how much of that is true or how much of that you agree with, but they also say that it, it overvalues work to the to the point of uh, messing with personal and family well-being. And students are missing out on family time, and it's affecting their health. And they also say that homework is more of a penalty for students in rough situations, rough living situations. Like, what if you don't know how their home life is? Like. Uh, a lot of these teachers, um, they just give out the homework, just expecting everyone to have the same circumstances. Like you're able to get this done. Um, nevertheless, understand it, but getting it done, and you know, they don't, you don't know if that kid has to go home and work. You don't know if that kid has to go home and um, do a bunch of chores. Um, but I guess uh, I want to give a, give the mic back to you here. Um, do you think? I know you mentioned math, but do you think some areas, math or English, for example, science, um, that homework is better to give out? Because I know you said with math if you do something the wrong way and you're talking about like factoring and you've been doing factoring the wrong way, like eight, nine different problems. Um, is there like a difference there between math homework, English homework? So real quick, <clears> before <throat> we move on to that topic, 
I do want to touch base on your last point because you made an outstanding point, Trav. Homer can often be seen as a proxy for socioeconomic status, meaning that the amount of homework you get back is going to be determined, and there's research and to back this up, is going to be determined on the socioeconomic status of your students. So the students that are in better situations at home are probably going to be more apt to do the homework and turn it in. Whereas the students who may have other things to do, whether they have to babysit kids, little their little brothers and sisters, or worry about where the meal's coming from, are probably not going to do the homework. So basically, when you get in this homework assignment, you can pretty much count on the students that have good home situations probably usually having it done, and the students without good living conditions probably not having it done. So really, it turns into a proxy for socioeconomic status. Okay. So it's actually, when you think about it, it actually furthers the gap between your students. It's more of like a wedge. So correct. In, like a- instead of closing the achievement gap, homework actually expands the achievement gap, which is a foreign thing in education to think about. It's unbelievable when, we, when you put it that way, actually. It, it actually does it because it's like the haves and the have-nots. You're given the haves more opportunity to expand, whereas if the have-nots, not and bad terminology, but the students in poor living conditions who aren't able to do the homework, not because they don't want to do the homework, but because they aren't able to do the homework, are falling even further behind because of that homework assignment. So it's actually widening the achievement gap. What do you think is the purpose of homework? And do you think that purpose is met? Because I know we touched on that earlier. Like, does it benefit the teacher or does it hurt the teacher? Because the one thing I would say is that maybe the teacher is assuming, like we said earlier, the students are doing the work. But if they didn't do it, no one asks questions. They're just going to skip right through this important material that might be on some test. And half the students may not have understood it. Right. And, and if half the students don't get it, then what about the half of the students that did get it? You're not going to spend a whole. You're not going to spend time going over something that half the class didn't do. So it was pointless for the half that did do it to do it in the first place. So there's really no point to it when you when you put it like that. That, that. that there's so many holes in the homework argument where some teachers just give it to say I give the most homework in the school, or I'm the teacher that gives the most homework, and oh my gosh, I'm going to work these kids to death, and and it just doesn't work that way. That's not what education's about. Education's about learning, which leads me to your next point with the math. And I don't think it's different in a math situation because if teachers structure their class the right way, teachers should not be teaching and lecturing for a 45-minute stint. So if you do a mini lesson for 10 to 15 minutes in the beginning of class, you're able to allow students to practice, whether it's in, co- in cooperative groups or individual as an individual or as a direct instruction model with you or on the computer, whatever that is, you're able to give that students ample practice time if you set your classroom up and your class period up the right way while assessing whether or not they've gotten the material. The one other thing I would add there, and I like that you pointed it out, was the lecture idea. Because mm-hmm. even at a younger age, like middle school, high school, um, I noticed that more teachers were getting on a lecture type. Um, well, I mean, whether it was like just a presentation, like even if your teacher is just doing power slides, mm-hmm. that's still a lecture. Mm-hmm. If they're sitting down, sorry, sitting on their butt, just wasting time clicking through power slides and explaining it and they pass out this note sheet with like you ever see like the teacher that passes out the note sheet with mm-hmm. the slides like printed on it and like three lines on the side like what am i supposed to do with that correct and they just talk at you so i'm glad you brought that up because i feel like that's something that is supposed to be more at the college level where students are supposed to learn how to like take the notes and like and maybe i'm wrong in saying that but the point is that you point out um this practice 
during class is what's supposed to be happening. The mini lesson is to introduce it and get run through maybe a quick couple examples as a class. So everyone knows like, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Do some examples to do it on your own. Right. So any yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, the, the, having that mini lesson, whether it's, and you can structure that in a number of different ways. You can do a station rotation model where you're having a third of the class for a third of the class for 15 minutes and the other two thirds are doing it, whether it's an online activity on the computer or a cooperative group in groups and you can do something like that. But I, I totally agree with you that that lecture needs to go away and that there needs to be a mini lesson where that's where you're getting the information across and then giving the students ample time to practice. And the one thing I would add um, about not knowing student situations, and mm-hmm. we touched on this last episode with the, um, the sleep deprivation in schools. If you haven't uh, listened to that one yet, you can go back and listen to that. Um, it's very interesting uh, hearing his experiences and what he's noticed in schools. Um, but getting back to homework, a lot of students are involved in extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. They're trying to um, play soccer. They're mm-hmm. trying to be in the play. They want to join band, um, National Honor Society. Like, There's so many different opportunities that schools are trying to get their kids to join. Do you think that these extracurricular activities would get more members? I don't know if that's the right wording, but do you think their activity would increase, more students would join if they didn't have as much homework? They knew that they'd be able to have that time. Yeah, that's a twofold question because number one is all we all we tell people in, to get into college is to be well-rounded and don't just do studying. Join groups, join clubs, be, it, be in sports, be in activities, join the drama, join the musical, join the play, whatever it is. We're telling them to get involved. Yet when students come home and have three hours of homework, they don't have time to do those types of things because they get stressed and they don't have time to do it. And then they just say, I'm not doing that. I got to worry about my homework. So we're, 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 uh, it's like a catch 22 for kids. And the second piece of that, however, is that some people do better when they're busier. Some people perform at a higher level when they're busier. So, so yes, I understand the extracurricular activity. And again, you know where I stand on homework. I've said that earlier in the episode. But at the same time, people are better off when they're busy or sometimes. So if you have a strict schedule, if you have an hour of homework and you know, okay, I'm going to spend this time doing homework, then I have to go to practice, then I have to shower, then I have to review or whatever, then go to bed or eat dinner or whatever it is. When people have structure like that, they're better off. It's when they have that downtime and unstructured time that sometimes they get in trouble and fall off a little bit. So people do way better when they're structured. So while I disagree with the homework, I do understand that when people are busier, they are better off. I agree. I think there's definitely a minority of students that actually that actually does work for <laughs> bless you. <laughs> um, that there is a minority, like I said, um, of students that that works for. Mm-hmm. I think as long as you're able to say like oh, an hour is all I need. I need exactly an hour, no more, no less. I get it. I understand what I did. Um, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it's not it's not common. It's not something that uh, works for everybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, is there anything else in your experience that you think would be beneficial to the audience's understanding? If you are going to give homework as a teacher, it needs to be relevant to the kids. It can't just be busy work. It can't just be something to keep their minds occupied. It needs to be something relevant. They need to understand why you're giving it. If you're going to give it, I I don't agree with giving it, but if you are going to give it, it needs to have a purpose. So if you don't have a purpose and that's kind of a question you can ask when you're about to give homework. Why am I giving this? Is it going to help? How is it helping kids? And is it helping all my kids, not just some of my kids? 
So am I giving them ample time or am I just saying, here's 20 problems, they need to be done by tomorrow because that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So you need to think through, is it helping all my kids and why am I giving this? I could not agree more. I mean, when you put it like that, there's few um, ways you could frame it that I feel like would make homework mm-hmm. seem like a viable choice. Um, so, And even if you give one assignment a week, then at least you can say, okay, this is wrapping something up or this is introducing. But to give homework every single night just doesn't make sense. Like packets on packets. It's mm-hmm. just not necessary. Correct. Couldn't agree more. I've had teachers who have done that. Me too. Um, Dr. Tessa, thank you so much for your time. No problem. Always a pleasure having you on here. Um, feel free to let me know if you want to come back on. And once again, I really appreciate it. I'm sure the audience does too. So uh-huh. thank you for your time. Thanks for having me, Trev. All right. All right. Once again, I would like to thank Dr. Uh, Bradley Testa for coming on the show. Uh, I know he's always busy, um, but it's very, very helpful to have somebody with his experience to discuss topics like these um, because it, it makes a difference. His his opinion is very, very valuable. And with his experience in teaching for as many years as he has and his experience as a principal um, uh, is very, it's very meaningful to conversations like this. Um, the other thing I would like to touch on is his experience as a principal validates his opinion more than people might think because you have to remember he is in charge of um, the teachers who are giving out this homework. So he's directly able to affect um, the type of things that happen in the school when he's uh, in charge like that. And so he has seen um, and experienced a lot of a lot of different things in different schools. Um, so like I said, just to reiterate, reiterate once again, I don't, don't mean to be repetitive, but very, very important uh, opinion there just to credit him. Um, but this concludes the third episode in the three-part series of School Opinions. Um, just to review the series, we started um, with episode one, which is on technology in schools. If you missed it, go check it out. Very interesting. Uh, if you missed episode two, that was on sleep deprivation. And Dr. Testa actually joined us for that one too. So if you liked his opinion, I'm sure you'll like that one as well. And then today, obviously, was um, our teachers giving too much homework, and we talked about that. Um, so if you heard this episode, thank you so much for listening. Um, but this was a great series. I enjoyed doing it. I'm looking forward to producing more series like this one. I look forward to talking about sports as well uh, and politics and other opinions I have uh, because it's always a fun time. Uh, and we hope to bring Dr. Tessa back on the podcast at some point. So w- once again, thank you so much for listening. And I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you.